Well, hello there. I'm Jim Harrington, and it's another day. And I would be that uh, fellow on the other mic uh, called Bill Knight. How are you? <laughs> I'm hanging in there, sir. How are you doing today? Yeah, we're doing all right. I mean, yesterday, doing pretty good. Went to the doctor, got my little checkup, came home. All systems and... are a go, huh? Oh, systems are going, you know, I'm not going to say I got the body of a 22-year-old, because when you look at me, you'd go, yeah, right, uh, what were you smoking this morning when you got up? But, but, but. Uh, yes. You know, I mean, you know. And it's a big but. I, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, buddy got back here. But anyway, uh, you know, the the blood was good. Uh, you know, the blood works good. Uh, the A1C is good, because uh, they do that, you know, and they want to make sure you don't have anything. And the blood pressure was absolutely fantastic. But what's uh, amazing is he goes to the, this, he was telling me off the air, he goes to the doctor's office, he gets all these, this great results back, and then he goes home and he feels sick. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. I mean, the doctor's going, man, you know what? You know, for a guy that died back in 2015, he goes, oh, I'd, I'd have to tell you, you know, uh, you know, I'd have to certify you as, uh, 100%. You are you, a manly man, Mr. I'm a manly Mr. man. Knight, you, got yes. a, you got the heart of a 22-year-old. And a face of a, uh, well, we'll get back to you. Well, <laughs> yeah, they could take a mold of my, uh, a mold of my face and yes. make gorilla cookies out of them. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it is a, a Thursday, folks. A lot of things to talk about. By the way, you heard that uh, Manchin, Senator Manchin from West Virginia, he folded like a cheap suit. Finally, uh, he has come to an agreement with Chucky Chuckle Schumer. Uh, they've agreed to a vastly pared back version of the Build Back Better bill. That's the bill that he said he wasn't going to support. But he's saying, well, it's much different. It's it's much uh, no, a much it's different not. bill. So what it? did he get personally? And I met the guy, and he seems like a nice guy. For the most part, well, that was. 2010, I dealt with him. Mm -hmm. Seemed like a nice guy, but you know, he's interested. He's a politician. They all seem like nice guys when they're yeah, shaking you your know. hand. You know, you got to be careful. They shake your hand with one hand and they're reaching for your wallet with the other. Have you noticed that? Yeah. It's amazing. And you know yeah. what? You really should wash your hands after you shake a politician's <laughs> hand because you don't know where it's you. been. No, I have a good idea where it's been. And it. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, he says that uh, it's a much smaller bill, much different bill, but it's still going to cost you millions, billions, maybe a trillion dollars in taxes. Taxes, that's right. We're up to our hmm in taxes right now. You, you know, I was reading the numbers on that. I think I downloaded it. I'm not going to pull up the sheet here and look uh -huh. at it. But I do remember them saying, well, this is going to save us off the national debt uh, $3.68 trillion. Uh, and then <laughs> we're going to, that's going to give us money to spend, uh, uh, you know, $2.68 uh, trillion. And then there's the other uh, $300 million over here and uh, over here. So in other words, what they're doing is actually raising the deficit, but they're using that, you know, $3.68 trillion and it's a shell game. I saw that a lot in New York when I worked there on the street. When you walked down the street, there'd be these guys, and they'd be around a little table, and a group would gather around them, and they would be moving cups around, right? And you had to guess where the pee was, and you could uh, put a you know a diamond, or you know you could gamble at it. And it was mm -hmm. a shell game. It was a pee game, and you never really won because the guy who was running the shells was just the uh, he knew how to. 
he knew how to work the pee, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and nine times out of ten, you'd sit there and say, "Let's uh, let's turn over all the cups." And well, so, no, <laughs> you you you, you, you got to pay to do that. Turn well, over all the cups. If you if he did that, and if he talked long enough, he'll slide it down his sleeve, and you'll you'll get the yeah. pee into the cup that you wanted, and you would never see it. Um, but anyway, Mansion has agreed to uh, a pared down version. He said he wasn't going to, but. I've learned uh, with Mr. Manchin, uh, never get too excited about something when he says he's going to stand up for principle, because ultimately he will cave. He has done it in the past. He did it again today. And it's going to cost you, even the pared down version will cost you a, a bunch of money, and uh, you're not going to see much uh, good coming from it, as far as I'm concerned. The, you know what they call it, too? They call it a, I love how they, uh, they, they, they change the names it's not the Build Back Better bill anymore. It's called the uh, thing. If I can find it, uh, don't go away. Uh, smoke them if you got them. Um, oh, it's the Smoke and Mirrors. No. Uh, yeah. yeah, something like this. It's uh, they have a different name, like Cut Back on Inflation Bill. Uh, <laughs> they've they have changed it. Make inflation smaller, Bill, or something. They've they made it sound more more public friendly you know we're not just building back better we're cutting back on inflation yeah by increasing your taxes and by the way speaking of increasing stuff you saw where the fed increased the uh, the uh, interest rate by three, three quarters, quarters of, of a percent yeah, yeah. yesterday yeah. don't you love yeah, it i'm i'm i i'm well aware of it because i was actually going through some mortgage lending where the mortgage person uh, didn't follow my instructions uh, at all but I'm sitting there, I was watching the rate, and I'm going, thank you, sweetheart, really. Thank you a lot. I, <laughs> yes. You're doing a you know, great your job here your timing, somebody, not me. Your timing is exquisite. It really is. I mean, you know, think about it. You're going for a mortgage the day they increase it by three-quarters of a point. I think it's the highest increase in years. They're sitting there going, well, this is going to curb inflation. It is not doing the job, and they're talking about even doing a bigger one. Makes you kind of wonder what the real plan is. The GDP, actually, right now, uh, I could probably look and see if there's anything on the GDP because they were going to release the new numbers. Last month, it shrank 1.6%. So technically, if it's down today, that means that uh, we're in a recession. And um, by the way, well, the, uh... actually, this is the third quarter. So actually, we are in a the bill, uh, a recession. The bill back better bill that uh, yeah. he's not going to vote for, that he says is dead and he's standing by principle, Mansion. They've changed the name to the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. The Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Now, mind you, it increases your taxes and makes your life generally more miserable. But if they can put a good name on it, they might be able to convince you that it's for your own your own good. You and your family will benefit from this. Don't you believe it? You know, well, here it is. The uh, GDP shrank uh, almost a full percent, another 0.9%. Of course it did. Of so course. there you go. And they say the worst is yet to so come. So wait a second. They increase the interest rate, the Fed does, by almost a point. Mm -hmm. You said the GDP goes down another, how many, what is it, percentage point? Yeah, well, 0.9%. Oh, so my, almost 2 almost 2%. So, yeah, 1.6 last month, 0.9 this <laughs> month. And let's go back <laughs> to 2020 of this time. 2020 of this time, who was the 
commander in chief that had all the economy going, it was up thirty four point one percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, listen. Well, you there know, you go. Thank you. Thank you, know, you Brandon. You're doing orange, fine, John. Orange man bad. You know, orange is, man bad. Uh, and don't you forget it because the left wants you to believe that. I I I have friends on Facebook, some of them who are well meaning people. I don't think they really pay attention to politics like you and I do. Some of them are they want to be politically correct, so they'll say, Oh, well, I'm not really in favor of what this administration is doing, but I wasn't terribly pleased with what the last administration was doing. And I think to myself, please. You know what they say about walking down the middle of the street? You know what when you walk down the middle of the street, what happens to you? You get run over by cars going in both directions. That's right. By the way, I made a mistake. It wasn't 34.1%. Mm-hmm. It was 31.4%. I'm sorry oh, for that God, big God. mistake. Well, you know? I think you should go I stand mean, in the corner, to fa- face, not, face the corner, and you stay there for 10 minutes. Well, yeah. You know <laughs> what? I, I'm going to go stand in the middle of the road, <laughs> yes. and I'm going to uh, face the traffic I like. That so would be the, the traffic. Yeah, the mm-hmm. traffic coming, you know, the right traffic, the left traffic, they can see my best side for them. We're not even two years into the administration of joe biden we're not even two years yet. it may seem like a lifetime already to you but it's not not two years yet give it time it's really gonna kill you then and they're saying well you really can't call it a recession recession this is a totally unique time i heard a guy say this from the administration this is a totally unique situation that we're in right now how, and, and tra- how is it unique and traditional labels don't fit See, like, you can't really call this a recession just because there's no food in the stores, just because your money doesn't buy you diddly squat anymore. And it's not really a recession. It's all in your head. But it's, just in case, we're going to take away your guns because if you get mad. Yes. Oh, hey, that's absolutely correct. <laughs> you you were the star. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we, we got to take your guns away. Yeah. You know, somebody said, you know, Janet Reno supposedly said, I don't know how true this is, it's not, well, how did she put it? It's not background checks. It's not uh, licensing. The ultimate goal is the total seizure of your guns. That was back in the 90s. She was the attorney general back in the 90s. For uh, for Bill Clinton, we all remember yeah. Bill Clinton. Oh, it depends upon what the definition of is is. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> and and just because you know Janet Reno and her black helicopters and special ops were mm. coming, and when they marched in, they did the goose step and clicked their heels. Oh, when of they course. Got there. Was it, what was it, Ilian Gonzalez, the little Cuban boy? I was escaped? in, I was down in Miami at the time. And I of lived course, actually in Fort Lauderdale. And, and of course, what did she send to the uncle's house, Ilian's uncle's house, at uh, five or six o'clock in the morning? Did they send uh, a social worker to pick up that little Absolutely boy? Absolutely not. No, no, no. Janet Reno and her. Her uh, Department of Justice sent down a SWAT team. Remember that? The, That's the, right. The picture of the guy with the uh, M4 or the M16 or whatever, and he had all the all the gear on. The guy looked like he was getting ready to uh, to go after some drug cartel kingpin. And what they were doing, they, they were picking up Ilian Gonzalez to send him back to Cuba. Oh, we all talked about that when I was down there. We uh, worked in a place we called the Glass Fishbowl because it was a, a big glass 
building that uh, AT&T was in, and we were in there too. Uh, we, but a lot of the people actually saw that coming because a lot of us came in 4.35 o'clock in the morning to do our network stuff that we did, and we saw it. But you know, that, that young man is a grown man now, and yeah. you know what he hates? What? The United States. Of course, because he was pampered and uh, promoted by uh, Fidel Castro. He became a symbol. They didn't just stick him back into the general population. Castro realized, we're going to nurture this guy. We're going to make this guy a real backer of our, of our government. We're going to give him a lot of extra perks. And like you said, now he's a big supporter of the uh, the communist regime. Oh, yeah. He has been for a while. He he started, he started. He was turning, after he got back, after a few months back, they indoctrinated him. And he loved Castro. He loved the communist Uncle Party. Fidel, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that's what we do here. We breed enemies that hate us. What I find interesting is that after all these years, I was able to remember his name. <laughs> it really was. was I, the I remember the head. time well, you know, and uh, you know, what did Bill Clinton do about it? Well, I don't know. They, they well, no, to... no, no. He, he and his girlfriend smoked a Cuban. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Oh, you don't we'll, want to. We'll just leave that one alone, okay? So <laughs> anyway, friends, uh, uh, I want you to open. Everybody, right now, take your wallet out. Take it out of your purse or out of your I, pocket. I, and I want I you to... right I want, here. It's a I, fat wallet. Well, I want you to money. open up and look at those little green pieces of paper in your wallet because they don't go as far as they used to yesterday. <laughs> I don't have any green paper in mine. I got, I got uh, business cards and credit cards. By the way, I haven't I haven't gotten used to the new money yet. I was just showing my age. You know, money right now has a little bit of yellow in it, a little bit of red in it. It's a, it it's not, it's more colorful now than it used to be. The greenbacks when I was a kid were green. You know, when they said you got any greenbacks on you, that was a, a dollar bill. You know, it was green and white. No nothing else. Right now they're they've fancied it up a bit, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I talk about forgetful. I went through my safe and I, I didn't know I had them. I found some old uh, silver certificates in there. Oh, uh, yes, with the blue seal and the A, the, the A ones with the A's there. I was going, wait a minute. So this dollar bill is worth, let me look at it. Oh, it's, it's worth 1800 bucks. And if you take it to a bank, you know what they'll give you? A dollar. Exactly. exactly. A dollar. Exactly. One uh, American dollar, which is worth <laughs> about 10 cents. Exactly. I think I'll just keep collecting it. So Joe, <laughs> Joe Manchin is caved, and you should hear the other talk shows. Uh, I listened to some this morning before we recorded our program, and uh, they're, they're going ballistic over it, how he caved and what he's done. And I'm thinking, this is, this is Joe Manchin. He's done this before. Why are you surprised? I mean, it's a, it's a game. It's a dance. This is probably what the Democrats wanted all along. What they agreed to right now is probably right. what the Democrats wanted all along. The initial bill, that was pie in the sky. And they figured, well, if Manchin, if Manchin doesn't like it, we'll still get what we really want, which is what he agreed to yesterday. Uh, anyway, did you hear about the uh, latest news, Bill, uh, about Hunter Biden? And his relationship with China, and and all that nonsense. Well, he's got a pretty good relationship. I oh, mean, he does. Money in his pocket, and uh, and for dad too. 
Well, if the information that came out just before the election had come out against Donald or Eric Trump, okay, they would have gone to jail. They would have already been in jail for a couple of years now, and uh, the family would have uh, been probably bankrupt, and Donald probably would never have been president. But it came out against Hunter Biden, and of course, the compliant and complicit media, they just buried the story about Hunter and his laptop and his relationship with China. It wasn't a story, even though they had tons and tons of facts and information about what these people had done. Well, there's a big story in the New York Post that came out today. It's a big story. Miranda right. Devine wrote it, and uh, it's a follow-up story, and, and it's written about a guy who was a partner of Hunter's, and when the story initially came out just before the election, he was concerned that it was going to blow up, and he was concerned the Bidens were going to throw the other partners under the bus. Right. I, I it, know who you're talking. I'm trying to think of his name now. It, well, this, 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 this guy's name is... Uh, it's, it's, he's an English guy. He used to be English Secret yeah. Service. I have an audio clip here of Miranda on Tucker's show yesterday. Tucker's been doing some great shows. It's like he gets stronger and stronger, even though the people inside of Fox are going after him, too. Believe it or not, Tucker's not. Yeah, well, he's got a good platform, so he's going to attract but, some good people that want to get their word out and their story out because, you know, the day of um, free speech, it really ended. So as good as Tucker's, iceberg. as good as Tucker's show is, uh, there are people at Fox who want to bring him down. I would submit that if he were to lose his show at Fox, if they were to take him out, and they want to take him out at Fox, I would submit that if Newsmax, if they're smart, would jump on him like a fly on cow manure, you know. <laughs> but the problem is, is the thing that's going on by the left, which is Trump is trying to do too, and it's probably something citizens could do because we have been maligned as a party and people, they call us names all the time. But what the left is doing is suing politicians right. and the networks now for what they call fake news, promoting fake news. OAN is about to shut down because of the lawsuits against them. Against them and Verizon, uh, and AT and T, and Verizon, Verizon for no good reason yanked OAN. Yeah, and you know the only way to get back at Verizon, which by the way, can you hear me now? I have Verizon. No, I can't hear your network now. Sucks. <laughs> and you know what? If you feel that way, but then who do you go to? Do you go to? AT&T, AT they suck too. And you know, a lot of these other smaller networks that you think are maybe an option, come mm -hmm. to find out they're actually owned by the bigger networks. Well, you don't, I you think... don't know that, but they're, they'll say, you know, uh, we're Foonmen. We're, we're on the same towers as the big guys and we'll save you a lot of money. Come to find out Foonmen uh, cellular service is, and that's not a real service, friends. I'm using a Foonman Cellular Service is actually a division of one of the the big guys. Yeah, well, I I had a Fuku phone, but uh, you know, did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, F U K U, but uh, <laughs> it didn't work too well. I bet know? you didn't. <laughs> oh, I bet you didn't. Anyway, I was on the receiving end of that I'll deal. I bet you were. I have <laughs> a, I have a a clip from Miranda Devine. Before we get too much further uh, down in into, into the weeds, yeah. Uh, Miranda Devine talked about Hunter and uh, his situation with China. Take a listen to this. Miranda Devine is the reporter who broke the story. She's the author of The Laptop from Hell and a columnist for The New York Post. She joins us to 
explain what the story is. Miranda, thanks so much for joining us. So tell us where this information comes from and what it says, if you would. Well, this is a new communication that has been brought by a whistleblower to the uh, Republican congressional investigators who are really getting up ahead of steam in their uh, probe into the laptop and into the Biden family influence peddling scheme. Uh, there's at least two uh, committees that will be looking at that after the midterms, uh, provided that the Republicans, of course, uh, win a majority in Congress, which the polls show that they will. Uh, and so they're getting multiple whistleblowers coming forward with lots of very useful information. And one of those is a communication uh, between uh, James Gilliard, this sort of shadowy um, uh, British former uh, special forces operative who had links to British intelligence, to MI6. Um, he is having a conversation, a panicked conversation, which ensued on the very day that the New York Post, we first broke um, the first story from the laptop, which was October 14, 2020, just three weeks before the presidential election. And um, so this communication has James Gilliard talking to an unnamed person about what would happen if Hunter Biden, Joe Biden and Joe Biden's campaign basically threw their partners under the bus. Uh, this was the concern that was being raised in multiple uh, phone calls and sort of messages between um, various people who were involved with Hunter Biden. And James Gilliard was very cool. Uh, when he was being asked about this possibility. And he said, look, um, I, I really don't think that they will do that, um, meaning the Bidens, because um, he, he looked at two scenarios. One, if Joe Biden lost the election, in which he, he said that he thinks that they would just leave, quote, sleeping dogs lie. And if uh, Joe Biden won the election, James Gilliard's theory was that um, they wouldn't have to worry about any investigations into, uh, you know, into the influence peddling operation because Joe Biden would be so busy doing other things. Um, I think you have the direct quote there um, from it. But uh, it's, it's just another example where James Gilliard describes Joe Biden as the big guy. And that corroborates what Tony Bobolinsky has always said, which is that when uh, on the laptop there is a reference to the big guy, that means Joe Biden. And of course, James Gilliard was also the author of that email in 2017 in which the big guy was due to get 10% of a very lucrative uh, deal with the Chinese communist government. And of course, the big guy was the whole point of the business deal in the first place. I mean, Hunter Biden and Gilliard brought no value to a Chinese energy company. It was only Joe Biden's influence they were after. I mean, just for a reality check, correct? Exactly right. Um, they had nothing to offer except the Biden name, which was used basically by President Xi Jinping's Belt and Road Initiative to open doors around the world where the Chinese Communist government wanted to buy up infrastructure and basically trap countries in, in, uh, in debt. And so um, when, when Joe Biden was getting 10, you know, was allocated, supposedly the big guy, 10% of a deal, um, this is just part of uh, a lot of evidence on the laptop, which might suggest that uh, Joe Biden was actually profiting from some of these deals. Think about it for a second. Uh, the, he, Biden sent over his 
his son, his son who had a, an addiction problem, sent him over to China to put this deal together. The kid had no value. I mean, Hunter Biden by himself, and Tucker said this, he was of no value to the Chinese, but the big guy, and we all know who that is, he had a lot of value. He was the vice president of the United States at that time, and he had a lot of influence over here, and that's what they were buying. And that it's illegal, by the way, for Joe to sell that. You know that. Yeah, and look, they have an LLC. I guess Hunter heads it. Joe's participation in it could be hidden in the paperwork or non-existent at all because he is the father, but uh, Hunter would sit there and actually cut deals. That is documented where, well, my my dad looks at me in a very favorable way. Right. You know, like a favored son, he respects me and yada, yada, yada. Well, he's the big guy. So he was selling the big guy. When Donald Trump became president, he had to sever his relationship with his businesses. He had mm -hmm. to give them to his kids to run. Uh, so I doubt that as vice president, Biden had a legal connection to uh, whatever LLC Hunter was uh, peddling. In China. Oh, I, I doubt so too. But you know, you got to look at. They always say follow the money. Well, we already know that Biden owns five multi-million-dollar mansions. But that aside, he has gained a net worth during his brief presidency. He gained a net net worth while in the Obama administration. And during the Trump administration in between, Hunter was out there doing his dirty deeds and cutting deals. Now, Biden did free up that strategic oil supply here just recently, and it went to China. They paid for it, and it is connected to Hunter's LLC. So that money during his presidency is coming back and filtering. Also, he just the other day freed up another 20 billion gallons that he's putting up for bid. If China happens to be the top bidder and maybe Hunter's LLC, that's, you know, if it looks like a and smells like a, it is. Okay, so Joe Biden has allowed uh, the Chinese to buy a lot of our farmland, our, a lot of our businesses with uh, no strings attached. They can be right next to a uh, an air base or missile base or a special uh, defense base somewhere, no problem. Uh, it's, it's our buddies, the Chinese, right? You got to ask yourself, why is he so open to the Chinese? It's because they got something on the guy. They, they do. They, they, got, they got the fact that he's been taking money, bribes, graft from the Chinese probably for years. Look. It's not too late to stop what's going on with China and, and knock them back down to size. But you're not going to do it with the current administration. You're not going to do it with Kamala if they make Joe step down. We're not going to do it with Pelosi in charge. We've got to change. We've got to clean the closet. We've got to clean house. And well, if we you, can do you, that. You mentioned the Ronald Reagan yesterday in the course of our conversation. I thought it was interesting that Today, the Ronald Reagan is steaming towards uh, Taiwan uh, mm -hmm. because uh, they want to help protect Nancy Pelosi should she pay her state visit to the, China, the uh, Taiwanese gov government. And the Chinese have said, if you do that, there may be military action. We may do something.
because they feel they can, they can get away with it. We do still have, believe it or not, the stronger military, unless the nukes fly and then all bets are off and China has done, you know, their scientists going, all right, uh, what's the survivability rate? And they feel it's enough worth gambling. You got uh, Korea now, you know, uh, saying, look, you know, we're not, we have nukes and uh, if we don't like what's going on, we're not afraid to use them. The only country we have in that uh, region, and unfortunately Abe was assassinated, he wanted to build up Japan and make it a more nationalist country. They're an ally of ours, mm. and that is a, tr a strategic country that could give us influence and weight in that area and keep, uh, keep tai Taiwan free and keep China's mitts off. What you're not hearing in our news media, for the most part, is that internally in China right now, one of the main banks in China has denied giving money to their customers, meaning uh, if you had your savings in this bank, uh, for some reason the Chinese government has said put a freeze on giving that money back to the people, hang on to it. And so there are riots in the street right now in China that you're not hearing about. They want their money back, and they're not getting it from the Chinese government that's another reason for them to want to have an international problem because it's a distraction. If they can have a war start, something to happen you know, with us, it will take the people's mind off of what's happening internally. Exactly. It, it, it takes your mind off of a lot of things. And you know what? That might be partially true for us, too. One of the things that we can do, it's not going to help the people over there, but it helps our strength in positioning, and that's the tariffs. We don't ease up on those tariffs. But but you we, know what do, Joe's doing? Like he's proposed today, cutting back on the tariffs. Yeah, that, that's a mistake because that gives them the chance to build up. I just their, read that yesterday, Bill. Yeah, they're going to build it. No, we don't need that. We need to keep those tariffs in place and strengthen them. And I would think even the unions here in the United States would say, yeah, Bill, that's right. And let me tell you something. Things made in China, they can build they can build warships faster and cheaper. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, we do have certain regulations that we go by, like a car. You know, you've got to have a dot, you know, uh you got to have a DOT window, something that is okay by them. You know, the the engine, the steel, everything has to pass certain regulations. China, throw it out there. It might start to rust on the ship getting here, but that's okay. They made it for cheap labor and cheap parts, and, you know, come on. Well, I think that you're going to find that uh, uh, there's going to be some kind of an, an action in the Taiwanese Strait. Whether it's an actual attack on Taiwan, I'm not sure, but I think you're going to see something, some aggressive move on the part of the Chinese uh I don't know why Nancy has to make her visit to Taiwan right now anyway. I, I, I mean, I, the, the government is, is saying, well, she can go anytime she wants to. It's not for the Chinese to determine whether she can go or not. But the thing is, if she were smart, and that's, that's I think, an issue with Pelosi, uh, if she were smart, she'd probably say, nah, uh, for the betterment of uh, world stability, I think I'll hold off until the situation quiets down a bit and then make my trip. I don't want to go when there's an, a chance of a, of a confrontation with a nuclear power just to, 
just to make a point. That's my opinion. Right. Well, I mean, they probably feel safe with the Ronald Reagan, even though it's not that old of a ship. It's old enough now. There's newer technology. The simple fact is that ship theoretically could take out China all by itself and, uh, and keep Russia at bay, too. But it has been proven that it is sinkable by old prehistoric technology, which happens to come from that region, unless they figured out a way to... But what they're know. not telling you is how many of our submarines are in that area, too. And, well, yeah, and they you can can't do a track number. those. Well, yeah, they're, they're, trust me, they've got sub-hunters out there, but they should be out there with everything locked, loaded, and aimed. Uh, I would be doing that. I don't think, personally, we should let... China bully us, and they wouldn't be bullying us with any other strong commander-in-chief. But with Joe, he's so uh, weak. He's so yeah, weak. so they can do it. Nobody can tell us where we can go or can't go unless it's their own sovereign ground. You know, come here. You know, come here. Fine. We won't go to your country, but that little place that's called Taiwan that's a sovereign and free nation— well, they welcome us. We're going there. Right. And that's that. And that's all there should be to it. Well, uh, on another topic, uh, you know, we're talking about whistleblowers uh, with this uh, Hunter Biden thing. Uh, Chuck Grassley, Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa, he is looking into another allegation. And, and it's I think it's a legitimate one about uh, about selective prosecution in the Department of Justice and how they're using the FBI as a weapon, how they've politicized they these units. And we've talked about this in the past, but, uh, but Grassley was on with Greta, Greta Van Sestren, and he was talking about what he's doing with his investigation. Listen. All right, so but, but as far as I mean, all those things you want investigated, you haven't, for instance, been tipped off that anyone is doing anything dirty in the Justice Department, like deliberately not prosecuting. You don't have any information other than that these are certain things that uh, you believe should be investigated. Now I think you're bringing up almost almost a new thing, whereas I've been w working on the Hunter Biden China thing since 2019. It's only been within the last few months that I've gotten information from whistleblowers that within the Justice Department, and this goes beyond Hunter Biden, this goes to more the broader issue of whether or not there's people in the Justice Department that are closing down cases that should be continued because of political influence, and then they're opening up cases with just uh, fuzzy uh, information. So I have sent enough information uh, to the Justice Department to raise legitimate questions, and, and until we get those questions answered i i can't talk about it more but there's there's evidence for instance in the case of of trump where cases were opened up uh, just on media reports by the liberal media and uh, a guy by the name of t-bolt that was making these decisions of when to close down a case or when to open a case uh he he made a decision to open that case and then there's some much stronger information about Hunter Biden, uh, and they decided to uh, uh, to close down that case. Now, this T-Bolt has a record of, uh, through, uh, we got this through social media, that he's very much a liberal, very much uh, ideologue, and very partisan. And uh, so I raised these questions with Ray about month or two ago, and the guy has been reassigned. But 
when you have one person, and, and this probably involves a lot more people, but when you have one person that can close down a case uh, because it's uh, got a lot of evidence and maybe uh, political connections, and the other one is, uh, is an, a political enemy with fuzzy cases, this raises a question of power and party. And our investigations by the FBI should be above party and above personal power. And the credibility of the FBI is at stake here. And the people of the United States ought to have uh, have confidence that the FBI's work work is being done without any political consideration whatsoever. Okay, so we're sold uh, an image of the FBI as being a down-the-middle, nonpartisan justice organization that works for justice and only justice, not for a party, not for one political point of view or another. That's what we're sold. From the days of Efren Zimbalist Jr. and the FBI back in the uh, 60s and 70s to today, the FBI and FBI's Most Wanted and FBI International, all these TV shows, you are sold a bill of goods saying these guys are non-political. The reality is, and this is what Grassley is looking into, is they've become just the opposite of that. They are very political. They are very partisan. They've become the uh, the arm of the left. I think that's been a movement that's going on for a long time. And even public opinion, both left and right, nobody believes or trusts the government. Nobody in the FBI, the CIA, it's all the government. And if that's the way that we feel, and they know that, mm. uh, that doesn't spell a very pretty picture, or it doesn't paint a very pretty, pretty picture is what I'm trying to say. And, that's, and maybe that goes back to why they want to take the guns. They know what they're doing. They know what they are. So the easiest thing to do instead of straighten up and flying right, eh, is take away their weapons. We had uh, that guy Ray Epps, who supposedly yeah. was uh, an FBI plant. This is what he's been accused of. We don't know specifically whether he really was. Maybe he's not directly with the FBI, but they believe he was put there by uh, the Department of Justice. Uh, they believe there were a lot of people in that crowd on January 6th who were there for nefarious reasons. They were doing stuff they shouldn't have been doing, and uh, they were doing it for political purposes. So There's a lot of things in the news. Sandy Hook has reared its ugly head again with the conspiracies and whatnot, and now the lawsuits of fake news. And boy, you know what? It's, well, it's uh, I I don't know whether we're going to get any answers with this administration because no matter how far we we push it, I think there will be an effort to squelch it because the guys who are running our government right now don't want. Uh, the truth to come out. So we may not find out for a few years. Also, uh, you know, Tony Fauci's back in the news. Tony Fauci, you know. Oh, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, Anthony. He he did uh, a couple of interviews. One said that, that, well, why did you have the lockdowns? And he he denied having the lockdowns. 
Then the other uh, interview he did was, uh, what will you do when the Republicans take charge and they come after you politically and want to know why you did what you did? And he got a bit defensive, and I'm going to play both of them back-to-back. Tony Fauci. Sure. Well, you know, again, it's uh, first of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. You're, you're asking me questions. You're talking about the CDC is the public health agency that uses their epidemiologists and their science-based approach to make recommendations. Clearly, whenever you close schools, there are collateral effects that are negative. I have always been well aware of that. And I have always felt, and go back and look at my statements, that we need to do everything we can to keep the schools open and safe. And by safe means, if you need to wear masks in that, wear masks get better ventilation, surround the children with people who are vaccinated if a vaccine is available to help protect the children. Well, there's there's no reason to do that, but if they want to go ahead, my records are an open book. They are talking about things that are really bizarre, John, like crimes against democracy by shutting down the government. All I have ever done, and go back and look at everything I've ever done, was to recommend common sense, good CDC recommended public health policies that have saved millions of lives. If you want to investigate for me for that, go ahead. You know, he's like uh, he's like a tap dancer. He just keeps tap dancing as fast as he can. Just keep keep looking at my feet. And he's going as fast as he can. He's trying not to get caught. He, I think the guy is uh, talking through his hat. And I think a lot of people feel that way now. He, he said he didn't start the lockdowns. Well, I really wasn't responsible for the lockdowns. I can, I can remember sitting on my, my couch watching him on my little old TV set telling us that we had to, we had to stay in the house and we had to wear a mask and we had to work from home. I remember that too. Yeah. But you know, I heard a bit of arrogance in uh, the way he said the latter part of that, because I do believe that he's on the left. He feels they're above the oh, law. Yeah. Yeah. He feels that they are going to be vindicated one way or another. The left believes they're going to hold in the uh, midterms and gain seats. And they're predicting now they're, they are looking. They want to dump Joe because they know they have to. And how they're going to do it, I don't know. But I think we're going to see that materialize in uh, the next 60 days mm. of the uh, Joe going away thing. I mean, there's a lot of stories about Joe. We know he's medicated. Sometimes he looks. Did at you see the picture, blinks. by the way, of him announcing that he was coming out of COVID uh, lockdown because he felt better and tested negative? He's looking at the camera, and for thirty-seven seconds, I think it was, he doesn't blink. Right. I mean, he doesn't blink. I want He's you gone. all to just take a moment, okay? I want you to uh, keep your all eyes right. open and don't blink. And I'm going to count. 30, 37 seconds. Okay, ready, set, Here we go. go. Okay, now that's the beginning. We still got uh, about 25 seconds left. Don't blink. You got to keep your eyes wide open. Up, uh, oh, you bl- you blinked. Uh, you blinked. You blinked no, in 12 I seconds. I did. I saw uh, it. You blinked and uh, thought I blinked. I, I wasn't trying to. <laughs> I wasn't in the group because I was watching my watch. It still you is not blinked. 30. It, it still is not 37 seconds yet, by the way. Right now, it's only 25 seconds. 
We got another, uh, now it's 30 seconds, another seven seconds. You still, uh, if you haven't blinked, you're a better man than I am. Ready? 37 seconds. That's 37 seconds right there. How many of you could keep your eyes open without blinking? I watched you, Bill. You were on camera. You may not have realized it. You may not have realized it, but you blinked. You caved. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. That was a glitch in the monitor. (laughs) Well, all I can tell you, folks, is that if you see Joe's, Joe's video, it looks like he's medicated. It looks like he's a zombie. He's like staring. He's wired, is what it looks yeah. like. And he is. Hey, man, he's staring at the camera. He's he's kind of bug-eyed. It's not just a matter of his eyes being open and not blinking. He's kind of bug-eyed, and he's telling us that he feels better and life is good, and I'm glad to be here, and I did the COVID protocol, and it's kind of spooky. Okay, this is the guy who has his finger on the nuclear bomb. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I hope that's where he has his finger. Actually, I don't. I hope he doesn't have it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, he is. Uh, by the way, speaking of diseases, uh, the Biden regime has, uh, re- they're getting ready to declare a health emergency due to monkeypox. You couldn't write a book. If I wrote a script and sent it to Hollywood and talked about the pandemic and then talked about as the pandemic was fading down and people were getting back to a normal life, the monkeypox reared its ugly head and made itself known on the, uh, on the population. Well, it is kind of a, a, a sexual disease. So wear a mask, Kinda? wear clean underwear, and never, never kiss or make love to your spouse. So if, especially you if they have to- lesions. Especially well, they, yeah, if they I mean, have you, know, you, you see boils popping out of their face <laughs> or parts of their body going, yes. uh, you know. Can we hold uh, this off for a while? <laughs> well, why, don't you, uh, why don't you just get the hell out of here, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're saying that it's still primarily a disease that is passed along through the gay community. Oh, you homophobe, you. No, I know. But uh, you see they want to change the name of monkeypox? They want to change the name. Yes. It's yeah, too... It's too, uh, how did they put it? Uh, it wasn't politically correct. Monkeypox. So they want to change it to something that is more neutral, more publicly friendly. <laughs> you got to love this world, huh? I mean, back in 1918, it was the Spanish flu. You got the Spanish flu. Even though, by the way, the flu didn't come from Spain. The flu actually came from our World War I soldiers who were uh, sent it around the world. That's where it really came from. But it was the Spanish flu. And Maybe it's PWD. PWD? What's PWD? Privileged white disease. Well, it could be. Yeah, that, that has no symptoms, actually. <laughs> yeah, you just get it, that's it. You yeah, know? you're born with that uh, symptom and you're stuck. Born with that, yeah. I'm sorry, get out of here. It's it. Uh, Corey Bush is a leftist congressperson, and uh, you probably seen her around with AOC in the in the squad. Of course, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, she was pushed into the corner by uh, a reporter and said, uh, "Are you going to back Joe Biden?" Listen, do you want to see Joe Biden run for a second term? She's got to go. Yeah, I. You know, uh, that's an easy question. That's not going to take long. Do you want to see Joe I, Biden? I don't want to answer that question because we have not. That's not. Yeah, I don't want to answer that question. Okay. Um, I mean, he's the president. And he has the right to to run for a second term. Absolutely. That's but, right but I don't want to. I don't. I don't want. I'd rather you not. Yeah, I know. I got to get to the. Well, thanks very much. I got to get to a meeting, and I really can't uh, talk to you about this right now. So, uh, 
uh, I don't want to talk to you about that. And you know, please that leave. Could, that could be a problem for the Democrats. They know all of them, mm-hmm. the far left, the Sanders, the, uh, you know, uh, just all of them. The gang. No, they got to get rid of yeah, the gang, the whole squad on the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to get rid of Joe. But boy, that's where, you know, you get the, uh, the Elizabeth Warrens, the Sanders, the AOCs, uh, and all the rest of the political gang coming in going, how they want to define their par- define their party, that could put them internally at war. And oh, yes, I hope it does. I really do, because uh, there's a lot of factions in that, uh, that party uh, that just need to go away. That is not America. You remember not too uh, long ago, I think it was last week, uh, we ran a, a spot about nuclear uh, war. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm going to run it again right now to refresh our, uh, our listeners' mind. This is from New York City, okay? <laughs> How would you like to wake up in the morning in New York, look out on a bright day, a sunny day, and hear this on your radio? <laughs> me how or why just know that the big one has hit okay so what do we do there are three important steps that i want you to remember step one get inside fast you your friends your family get inside and no staying in the car is not an option you need to get into a building and move away from the windows step two stay inside Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right, you've got this. Okay, so I worked in New York, and never once, never once did we air a PSA or a commercial like that in my time in New York. And I'm sure that it hasn't aired probably in the last 50 years until... About a month ago, or yeah, three weeks getting ago. clean after uh, a nuclear blast, everything's contaminated. So, just walking outside, you're done. You're going to stay underground forever. They are There's a uh, lot of questions that come into play here. You're done. Well, you might think that that was just run for a one-time purpose to remind people that it could happen. No, no. They just issued last week a uh, follow-up to that. It's called, uh, don't forget to prepare a go bag that has everything you need to uh, leave home in a hurry. I'm serious, folks. Serious as a heart attack, as they would say. Every household member should have a go bag for everybody in the house. It should contain non-perishable snacks, bottled water, copies of important documents, maps, things like that. This is what they are talking about in New York. It's like, do they know something that that we don't know? Look, everybody rattling the saber 
somebody's going to lash out. Might only be one, but that one could hit our neighborhood, your neighborhood, anybody's neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And when one flies, pretty much, unless something intervenes real quick, they all fly. Yeah. Yeah. If it hits New York, friends, if they're running that in New York, if you live in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Chicago, I wouldn't be terribly comfortable either because uh, New York will be one of many. It won't be a selective hit. If they launch a nuclear weapon and hits our major city like New York, all bets are off. Well, let's put it this way. Let's just say they hit D.C. Uh, a 100 megaton uh, warhead goes off there. The entire East Coast is contaminated with nuclear fallout. You're done. Doesn't matter that you're at ground zero or not. You are done. You may as well be at ground zero. See the pretty flash before you're eviscerated. Mm. But, you know, I forget the name of the, uh, it's not Satan that Russia has. And I'm sure China would borrow the missile. They have a, um, they have a nuclear powered torpedo that can be fired from a sub halfway around the world, make a 4,000 mile journey without a problem. And it is underwater. Underwater. Wow. And it's tipped with a 100 megaton warhead. The Soviets came up with that. They say they have it. And you know what? Actually, I believe that is a possibility. You fire that, you hit New York on the coastline. Or Los Angeles, up. yeah. Or Los Angeles. Or, you know, Miami, Southern Florida. Forget about it. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, but uh, you you hit something like Houston, San Diego, Seattle. Hawaii. Yeah. Seattle, uh, D.C., and New York, and you know what? Uh, just like your morning toast, that's it. We're yeah. done. They and they fly one or two nu nukes to the Midwest, take out the silos there. Put a fork in it. You're done, you know? Uh, I, I, I just find it amazing. They're still running that PSA, by the way. That PSA is still on the air in New York. Yeah. It is not something that was a one and done. They still air it on occasion. The and, only uh, survivors would be the guys in the subs that file, fire the missiles that take out the foe and, uh, you know, whether it's China or Russia or both, they're the ones. One, one sub can pretty much take out a nation. Wow. So many things to talk about, so little time. Uh, New England Journal of Medicine, unvaxxed COVID patients contagious for less time than vaxxed covid patients now figure that one out friends you got the vaccine did you you did what was right they told you get the vaccine you won't get covid you'll be fine you'll be able to go back to your normal life now they're saying the new england journal of medicine unvaxxed covid patients are contagious for less time than vaxxed covid patients what does that say it says the vaccine was ineffective I hope that well, uh, the vaccine takes your natural immunities and shuts them down. It does. It replaces it. So, so the millions of people who got the vaccine are, if you'll pardon the expression, screwed. <laughs> well, okay. Let's just say let's let's give uh, the vaccines due and say, well, yeah, it shut down my natural immunity system, and it targets COVID. And let's mm -hmm. say it does it with ninety-eight percent efficiency. That's not true, but let's just say it does. All right, so you're COVID, uh, you're you're COVID protected, and then some out there. There's a little algae growing in a swamp somewhere, in some foreign country, and it mutates, 
and it mutates. And all of a sudden, somebody comes along walking barefoot in the pond, and it sucks into their blood, and now they become infected, and then it grows in that community. Some worker comes in there, carries it home, and then the old multiple numbers, it becomes a pandemic. But you are only immune to COVID. So you got to wonder, friends, what the heck did you get stuck in your body, huh? mRNA. Uh, what does it really do? Well, if you're like me, we'll all find out together in the not too distant future, I would imagine. And I keep thinking when I think about the vaccine, though, I keep thinking, God forbid, I keep thinking about the Davos goal of 500 million total world population. Right now, we're in the, right now we're in the billions. So uh, they've got to cut back a few. They've got to thin mm-hmm. the herd, as they would say. Quite a bit. This could be the, this could be, it's another day with just Bill in the not too distant future. Hey, you know, Bill <laughs> hasn't been feeling that good uh, recently either. I might've had a good checkup yesterday, but I yes. had a scare yesterday too, you know, because I went in mm-hmm. and uh, last time I got my, uh, I, I get one twice a year, every six months. So I went back, you know, it was back in January, went in, did everything. Everything was fine. Didn't have to wear a mask into the office. Went in yesterday. Oh, by the way, you got to have a mask. Had to go out and get my mask. Oh, really? Back in. They're back to the mask thing. Huh? They're back. It's mandatory now, or you can't be checked. I was here early. No problem. Got it. Went in, saw the doctor. We went over everything, and we even discussed COVID. And I said, well, you know, I'm an anti-vaxxer. He goes, well, you don't have any of your shots? I said, oh, no, I get, uh, I get my flu shot. I get all these. I've had all my other shots. He goes, then you're not an anti-vaxxer. I get it with COVID. You're an anti-COVID vaxxer. Right. He goes, and that told me he knows something that I don't, yeah. but he goes, you are perfectly healthy and you, you've got incredible numbers here. And I'm like, going oh, great. Now the ironic thing is, you know, you have to fast for your blood tests and all that, which I did made me a little dehydrated, got home, you know, and I was feeling great. And all of a sudden just hit, I was feverish. I was faint. Wanted to throw up, Ooh. had other problems. I said, oh. Do you have COVID? Oh. That's what I was thinking because a guy walked in going, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> over everybody. Don't you like that? They always mask. sit next to you. They oh, always yeah. come well, over and sit did, right next actually. to you. He did. You know, and I was yes. on the way out, and I was going, damn. I went in, great checkup, and now I got COVID. I'm a I'm magnet for those kind of guys. I really am. You know, I can be in an empty room. He'll sit next to me. So I, I said, you know what? I'm just going to lay down. Didn't take anything. Laid down, uh, hour later, got up, all those symptoms were gone. Really? And uh, I said, well, you know, I've got nothing to do. Take a nap. How's your sense of smell? (laughs) They say that's a a, a symptom. (laughs) No, I have good good smell, and I can smell the little, uh, you know, the little... candle wax melter thing over there too good so you're all so it's pretty good and that i needs to replace that so yeah i'm going like well if i got exposed to the virus body kicked it off right away or it just could have been didn't eat and i was dehydrated i I often wonder if we didn't have these cdcs and these other organizations to put labels on things right uh and we didn't know what to call covid and what would have happened to our, how many of these pandemics and quotes hit our ancestors a hundred, 200 years ago? They didn't know what the heck it was. They just lived through it and life went on. Well, you know, COVID SARS has been around, well, Spanish flu. Uh, it goes back. We've had it for a long time. So it probably and, goes back uh, before the Spanish flu too, Bill. It probably goes yeah, back to yeah. the beginning of time. 
Yeah, it probably does. That little piece of algae coming around, it's just that somebody took it and let's uh, mechanicalize it and turn it into a propaganda weapon. And that's good chance what they did with something that could have been cured over the counter. By the way, I did a little fact-checking. I want to make this correction. Uh, yesterday I said 3% of our population was involved in the Civil War, just 3%. And the figure was actually between 3 and 10%. It actually was 3%. Some people say 3%. Some people say 10%. It's based upon who you're talking to. Okay. Yeah, but- and you know what? We didn't keep you know real accurate uh, statistics at that time. Right. And I and I would just to correct yesterday. I, I would think that there are more people ticked off at the country than there are in love with it. Uh, and nobody trusts or believes in the government. Uh, even the government doesn't trust itself anymore. So the government doesn't good... trust its population. They want to take the guns away from it. And Absolutely. They want to... And and you know they're dancing around it. First they're attacking the Second Amendment. Now they're going after the Fourth Amendment. And they're doing everything they can to relabel the problem, readdress it. Now they are suing individuals, uh, you know, over defamation of character. Uh-huh. You know, so if you if you sit there and say, you know what, that's a bunch of bunk with you and yeah. your your gun control stuff, that is actually defamation of character in their book. They can go after you for well, that. Trump, they by the way, is suing. Down our voices. You see what Trump is suing the networks? He's suing CNN Absolutely. right now. And uh, he actually, I guess as a procedure in Florida, you have to you have to threaten you're going to sue first. Say if you don't do a retraction and an apology mm-hmm. in an equally public forum, a forum of equal size, meaning if you did it during your prime news at 7 o'clock at night or something like that, then you have to do the apology in the same time slot uh, in the same forum. That's what they said. So it'll be interesting to see whether CNN apologizes for all of the defamation that it's dumped on Trump. I, I have my doubts. I really I do. do too. I think what they're going to do is they're going to file uh, back at you suits because right now the left has been doing that. They're doing it in Texas against Alex Jones. Connecticut is over the Sandy Hook thing. I think he is just... Uh, an example for you. The and problem me. is that uh, CNN is probably not worth as much as Donald Trump <laughs> right now. No, but you know what? If they if they try to get him for defamation of character, but uh, they'll go well, after how are they his gonna, assets. How are they going to? Def- he they have to prove they didn't defame that they were defamed. He only called them fake news. I mean, if the shoe fits, hey friends, we've done it. We've talked and talked, and we're beyond our time slot here, so we're gonna. We're going to step away for the day, but we'll be back again tomorrow right here. By the way, you can contact us at 833-583-6060. That's our phone number. You can leave a message. It's a voice uh, mail type thing. And just call and say, oh, I love your show, Jim. We'd like to send you lots of money. We'll take that call. 833-583-6060. We also have an email address, right? Yeah, it's mail at itsanotherday.com. So please drop your comments to us. Let us know that uh, you listen. Give us your thoughts. I get some. I've uh, been getting some hitbacks on Facebook where people are going, "Yeah, I liked it, liked it, liked it." So, and I do respond to every single one, even if it's just, "Hey, thanks for listening." Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we have uh, a Facebook page. It's another day. Um, Very clever and, how we did that, Bill. Very yeah, clever. Yeah, really how we did is. That, yes. And then I think you have a Facebook page, Jim Harrington. 
I believe I have one called Bill Knight, and I've gotten them direct to me. So, And I've gotten them from liberal people, too, that have listened. Uh, some don't agree with the show, but they go, it's a good show. So that means that at least we are trying to do our due diligence. And by the way, uh, we thank Tucker for his audio. And, you know, today we used this. And we want to tell Tucker, if you lose your job at Fox, you're always welcome to come on our show and be a part of It's Another Absolutely. Day. The door is open to Tucker Carlson to be a guest, not just a guest host. We'll make him a, a partner on the show. What do you think? Absolutely. Is that magnanimous of us? Yeah, it really is because we will pay him Absolutely. in miles yeah. and we'll, miles of smiles We'll, give, we'll give him exactly, we will give him exactly what we get. We won't we will not oh. cut back on a dime. We'll give you wait, exactly. Wait, wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to give up half of what I get. No, no, no. Him? You're going to have to give up 100% of what we get right oh. now. Oh, jeez. I know, but I it's worth it. I of it that way. Tucker, you're welcome on our show anytime. 100%. Yes. That's Man. An, we'll leave that door open from now on, okay? Tucker, I, we, I think his show is terrific. I think he's a wonderful talent, and I think he is uh, probably one of oh, the that's best. That's a good door to open up. Well, you know, Greg Kelly's good, too. I mean, I mean uh, there's uh, a, any of there's, those guys. Yeah, yes. any of those but guys. But Tucker is right up there. He's like the Rush Limbaugh of the 21st century. But you know? please, do it before the bombs fly. Yes, you heard do, that thing we just ran in New York. You yeah. never know. That's true. And just in case it flies before tomorrow. Yes. I'll just sing Happy Trails. Oh, no, he's going to sing us out. Oh, no, don't do this to us, Bill. Please, I mean, it's been a good show until now. Come on, stop that. Oh, my gosh.